It's time now for Empowered Family Talk with Francita Hallris. Do you want to empower families and young people in your community? Then take the time to make a tax-deductible contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. The Coach Tate Foundation is dedicated to helping young people and their families in learning and passing on the kinds of life skills that we all need to succeed. All too often, we hear about kids and their families having encountered life's difficulties that could have been easily avoided by knowing better decision-making skills. From anger management to money management to something as simple as learning to manage how we spend our time or how we use our job skills. Make a donation to the Coach Tate Fund. It'll help kids who need help and their families too. Make your contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. Get details at www.coachtatefoundation.com. And oh, by the way, thank you. May the words of our mouth and the meditations of our hearts Be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Good morning. It's family time. And welcome back, listeners. Our topic today is free, F-R-E-E, free indeed, on our pathway forward. The question we must ask ourselves, listeners, are we free indeed? In our minds, our bodies, our souls, and our spirits today? Or are we still enslaved in the bondage of our minds, our bodies, our souls, and our spirits? And if it's to be, it's up to me. Let's talk about it. Let's start with our scriptures for your quiet time reading. First Peter 2, 16. Live as people who are free. Not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Galatians 5.13 reads, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. Galatians 5.1 reads, it is for freedom that Jesus Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Believers in Jesus Christ, listeners, are indeed set free. We are liberated from the entanglements of bondage slavery, depression, lack, limitations, and any weapon formed against us. Notice formed. The weapon may form, but it won't prosper. Jesus set us free, and God sent the Holy Spirit to help teach and guide us in everything that Jesus ever taught us in his word. Now, that being said, We have a responsibility, listeners, directly linked to our free in Jesus Christ, and that is to obey his command and love. We are not to abuse the gift and benefits of liberty to deliberately engage in any sin. 
as children of God, we are commanded to obey God, love, forgive, keep in step with the Holy Spirit, live in peace, give thanks in all circumstances, and praise God's holy name. We are not to disrespect God's gift of liberty to do what we want when it is contrary to God's will, his word, and his way. We are to repent, listeners, and turn to God, not receive freedom, and then return to the oppressive lifestyle we had before Jesus liberated us from it. It is disrespectful to our Heavenly Father to purposely seek the benefits and covering of free and then reject the covering to return to bondage in order to satisfy this flesh. No, children of God have a responsibility to serve as an ambassador of Jesus Christ and give God all reference and awe for his goodness. Listeners, whatever bondage Jesus freed you from, don't return and believe all is well and you can continue on with your sin because you are free. That is wrong and disrespectful to our Heavenly Father. I believe no one would like it if they came to someone's rescue in a dangerous situation only to find the person deliberately going back to the same danger zone because they enjoy the thrill, the excitement, and comfort knowing that you will always come to their rescue. The purpose of the intentional liberation was to redirect them in the right way. The free doesn't serve a purpose if it is rejected and distorted to gratify deliberate sinful behavior. It's time to receive Jesus' gift of liberation, listeners, and to follow God's commands because we are required to do so. We are free and accountable for our actions as well. Now let us pray, listeners. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for liberating me. Lord, I thank you for your Holy Spirit's guidance accountability, teaching, direction, and reminders regarding your promises and the commands you instructed me to follow as outlined in your word. Lord, I ask for your forgiveness regarding how I've mishandled your precious gifts in my life. I ask for wisdom and stewardship. I am free in Jesus Christ, and I repent of my ways. I aim to not deliberately turn from your freedom towards bondage. Thank you, Lord, for your divine correction. In Jesus' name, amen. This broadcast is supported by donations as well as liking and supporting Empower Family. You can go to www.francina.com, which is P-H-R-A-N-T-C-E-E-N-A.com, and press donate. Now, welcome back, listeners, and let's notate in the promised land of free. In the land of the free, we often confuse the true nature of freedom. For many of us, freedom has become synonymous with personal independence. 
The ability to make our own decisions and choose our own path in life to do whatever we want, whenever we want, is what I call, quote, outside freedom, unquote. But this is not the freedom in Jesus Christ that we have been given. When Jesus revealed himself as the Messiah, he said that he had come to earth to, quote, proclaim freedom, unquote, Luke 4, 18. And on another occasion, he said, quote, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed, unquote, John 8, 36. Jesus was not setting us free, listeners, to do whatever we want to do. He wants us to be free to do what we ought to do. He was liberating us to walk in relationship with God and to be the kind of people he created us to be. This spiritual freedom in Jesus Christ is what I call, quote, inside free, unquote, the ability to obey God and choose his will for our lives. And this is the free in Jesus Christ that sin had long denied us. And Jesus shocked the Pharisees, spiritual leaders of his day, when he stated, quote, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin, unquote, John 8, 34. Jesus was asserting, listen, that we are all under the power and control of a natural tendency to sin. We can't get away from it by ourselves. Sin brings a penalty that by ourselves we can't escape either. The Bible says, quote, the wages of sin is death, unquote, Romans 6, 23. How do we find freedom from the penalty and power of sin? That comes through accepting Jesus Christ's death on the cross as payment for our sins. As we submit to Jesus Christ, sin loses its power. Jesus Christ's power takes over. As we choose, and we have free will to choose, listeners, as we choose to trust and follow him, our sinful habits, our sinful thoughts and attitudes will lose their control. Guilt disappears and peace of mind dominates. Right habits become the norm. Now that's freedom in Jesus Christ. And that's true free. Free in Jesus Christ is not the right to do what we want, listeners, but the ability to do what we ought. Number two, without Jesus Christ, we are slaves to sin, unable to do what is right. Jesus' death on the cross set us free from the penalty and power of sin. Amen. This broadcast is brought to you in partnership with the Coach Day Foundation. You can support the broadcast so we can bring you God's Word with any type of donation. You can go to www.coachtapefoundation.com, which is www.coachtatefoundation.com. Now, welcome back, listeners, and we're going to notate the scripture that quotes the truth will set you free. And we want to know what it means and why Jesus said it. And it's submitted by Kyle Blivens, and it reads, The truth will set you free. 
You may have heard this saying in an academic setting before, the truth will set you free, could certainly apply to learning and gaining new knowledge. However, the original intent of this phrase refers to a spiritual free from the bondage of sin. Now let's explore what truth means for us for from this Bible passage. Quote, so Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, quote, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free, unquote. And they answered him, quote, we are offsprings of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you can say you will become free? Jesus answered them saying this, quote, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know what you are offspring of Abraham. I know that. Yet you seek to kill me because my words find no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father, unquote, John 8, 31 through 38. Listen, what is truth? Truth is defined by Merriam-Webster as the actuality of things or events, fact, or spiritual reality. Other definitions of truth have to do with sincerity in action or character, while others literally refer to God. The opposite of truth, then, is lies, falsity, fiction, and falsehood. No matter how it is viewed, truth bears the fruit of trust, and many of us spend our entire lives looking for it. The intrinsic desire for truth is what gives us that deep personal longing to answer questions like, what is my purpose? Who am I? Or what do I deserve? Or who do I serve? Who said, quote, the truth will set you free in the Bible? Well, John 8 begins with the story of the teachers of the law and the Pharisees bringing in a woman caught in adultery. They have her stand in front of a group while they announce her sins and state that per the law of Moses, she should be stoned. In response, Jesus begins writing in the sand with his finger. And then he says, quote, let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her, unquote. People began disbanded from the group while only Jesus remained. He asked the woman if anyone had condemned her yet, and when she said no, he tells her to, quote, go now and leave your life of sin, unquote. Now, this led to a dispute of who Jesus actually was. He explained to the Jewish people that he was not of this world, and that he is only doing what the Father taught him. In John 8, 31 through 32, Jesus said to those who believed him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. 
and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now, what is the context the truth will set you free? And who heard it? Well, Elvicott's commentary explains on the context of the verse in this way. On the truth will set you free. It adds that truth and holiness are spoken of as correlative, as read in John 17, 17. Verse says, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. At this time, people limited freedom to being free from slavery or Roman rule. But Jesus meant truth and free as far deeper than that. Come, Gary goes on to say, sin is the bondage of the powers of the soul. And this bondage is willed because the soul does not see its fearful evils. When it perceives the truth, there comes to it a power which rises it from its stupor and strengthens it to break the fetters by which it has been bound, unquote. When Jesus said, if you remain faithful to my teachings, he was referring to the law that sums up all the law of the commandments as found in Matthew 22, 37 through 40. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and and the prophets hang on these two commandments. In summary, listeners, it says we should love God and love people. Carrying out the stoning of a woman in sin does not show a graceful, merciful love. The grace that Jesus offered her gave her an opportunity that most certainly raised her spirit to truth and gave a glimpse of spiritual freedom. What does the truth will set you free mean for you as a child of God today? The truth which will set us free still applies the same way today, listeners. Although today we don't seek safety from the corruption of the Roman Empire, we still all suffer under the bondage of sin. Perhaps today we seek safety from debt, stress, anxiety, lack of discipline, or a number of other issues. If we are focused on these worldly needs, then we will likely limit a verse like, the truth will set you free, to the things we want or need. However, what Jesus taught us in John 8.32 hits our soul, not our mind, and is greater than our emotions. How can we live this out every day, listeners? There's several ways that we can shift our focus to the spiritual aspects of Jesus' teaching. The first is focused on how we can demonstrate the grace and love and kindness that Jesus shared with the woman caught in adultery. The teachers of the law that wanted to condemn that woman were living their lives in fear. They were in protection mode of the law. In that protection, they considered those who broke the law to be a threat to them. Do you feel that you protect yourself from people? 
or do you allow a graceful love to flow through you at any given moment? The second way we can make an adjustment to live out a life of truth and free is simply by seeking God. We can start doing this by allowing ourselves grace from our own mistakes, resting in the truth of who we are through Jesus Christ. We are forgiven. We have been extended the precious grace, gift of grace. To become closer to God, listeners, we must first allow this truth to be one within us, on the inside of us. From there, we can absorb his word more fruitfully. As we become anchored in our identity with the Father, then we can finally abandon that old stance of viewing others as a threat after all. Feeling so threatened shines light on how we attempt to take up our own lordship. Fear is born out of punishment, and perfect love casts out all fear, 1 John 4.18. It is our decision to leave it there. You can read more verses about fear in the Bible. Today, imagine someone showing you the grace you so desperately seek. Or imagine someone showing you kindness despite anything you have done. Let that heal you, even if it's just for a moment, listeners. Practice this more and more each day as you begin to break off that bondage of fear. Receiving God's grace and then extending it beyond yourself is precisely what Jesus intended to teach us when he said this, quote, the truth will set you free, unquote, and you are free indeed. Amen. Now, close, old free listeners, is let's answer the question, how do we walk in this free every day today? The gospel is about walking in freedom. Being free from sin, listeners, and every kind of bondage. That's why early in his ministry, Jesus quoted Isaiah's Old Testament prophecy that he had been sent to, quote, set free those who are oppressed, unquote. Luke 4, 18. Jesus made it clear that this freedom begins with our relationship with him. Now, many believers and even some non-believers quote Jesus as saying, quote, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free, unquote. But we can forget that there was a condition to this freedom. Jesus said this only is available to those who continue in my word, to those who are truly disciples of mine, John 8, 31 through 32. The Old Testament stresses the same principle. We read how the psalmist could walk in freedom because he had devoted himself to the commandments, basing his life on God's word. Many in the world think that freedom means doing whatever they want. But the Bible urges us to remember that freedom begins with a loving, obedient relationship with God. He is our creator. And he knows us better than we know ourselves. 
He desires to bless us physically, financially, and spiritually. He wants to enrich our lives in every way and free us from all fears and worries. We only experience real freedom, listeners, after we make Jesus our Lord and devote ourselves to God's word and are filled with the Holy Spirit, allowing him to direct our everyday lives. Today, listeners, remember that, quote, the truth will make you free, unquote. You don't have to be dominated by sin or bad habits, worry, or fear. Make Jesus your Lord and renew your commitment to base your life on God's word. This is his plan, to give you and me real free, real victory, and real peace. You can be confident and secure when you're guided by God's wisdom. Amen. And listeners, remember 1 Corinthians 2.9 as we close. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Amen. Now, listeners, during our reflection time, we must ask ourselves these questions daily. Are we leading by example today for our next generation? How can we lead somebody else when we can't lead ourselves? Some of us would rather see the Bible in real time. Now, listen, what does your own free look like? What does your free sound like? What does your free smell like? What does your free taste like? What does your free feel like? And what does your free sense like? Are you paying attention? We are all born free and spend a lifetime becoming slaves to our own false truths. Amen. And our closing poem for today is entitled, I'm Free. Don't grieve for me, for now I'm free. I'm following the path God laid for me. I took his hand when I heard him call. I turned my back and left it all. I could not stay another day to laugh, to love to work or play. Task left undone must stay that way. I found that place at the close of the day. If my parting has left a void, then fill it with remembered joy. A friendship shared, a laugh, a kiss. Oh, yes, these things I too will miss. Be not burdened with times of sorrow. I wish you the sunshine of tomorrow. My life's been full. I've savored much. Good friends, good times, a loved one's touch. 
Perhaps my time seemed all too brief. Don't lengthen it now with undue grief. Lift up your heart and share with me. God wanted me now. He set me free, unknown author. Amen. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Holrus, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Holrus is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Holrus. As free as the wind blows, as free as the grass grows, born free to follow your heart. Live free, and beauty surrounds you. Thank you for joining Francina Hallress on Empowered Family Talk. Tune in next week 